This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. StarCast returns to the Chicago area this Labor Day weekend. Tickets for StarCast 6 are now on sale at StarCast.com and include AEW all-out ticket bundle options. Join us at the Hyatt Regency Schaumburg starting Friday night, September 1st, for unique fan experiences with wrestling legends from yesterday and superstars from today. Follow StarCast events on Twitter for the latest updates about all things StarCast. StarCast 6 is brought to you in part by ProWrestlingCrate.com, monthly mystery crates for diehard wrestling fans. Plans start at $9.95 and are the perfect gift for any wrestling fan. Visit ProWrestlingCrate.com today. Symbol of Excellence in Sports Entertainment. Hello and welcome to Arn. This is Paul Bromwell, and today I'm joined by the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the 1A, a tag team wrestlers, our television champion. And as we saw last week, he's not afraid to strut ass and zoom ass at the local 7-Eleven and knock your teeth out, too. He's the enforcer. He's double-A. He's Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you this week, my friend? Or that being a bad idea, and it goes south and have a different outcome. You're exactly right, man. Listen, I had such a good time going through that episode with you we, we talked a lot about eric watts obviously uh you know you're injured and you're out and there's some contract negotiations going on but that angle and the realism of it and how you kind of came up with the whole concept and all that and the fact that the police officer had no idea the cops had no clue what was happening i, I loved it well uh to be honest with you i would have had i known i would have let the police officers in on it that's just one that somehow slipped through the cracks 
because that could have gotten dangerous. You know what I mean? Those uh, those guys and ladies do a tremendous job and are under, under a lot of stress. In today's world, that might not have been a good idea whatsoever, but uh, because everybody's on edge all the time. And, and I'd just like to take this, this point to just thank those guys for being professional and handling everything just like they always do. Uh, and I am in full support of Charlotte Police Department and all the works that they do. So thank you. I'm sorry there was a piece of the puzzle that got left out, but it, uh, yeah, I think the realism was felt because it was about, about 80%, 90%. Nah, you, you, you're absolutely right. And uh, but man, listen, we got more fun today. We are transitioning away from the storylines, but before we jump in to ask Arn, because that's what this is all about. It's all about our fans. Speaking of our fans, we are live for those of you that are on ad-free shows and. Uh, yes, I know we are because I see you all here. You're commenting, you're talking, you're chatting. I got tons of questions already here in front of me. Guys, if I can get to some extra questions, I see you're already typing away questions in the chat. I will try to get to those, but I can't make any promises. We have so much to cover here today. But there's a few things I want to start off today's show with, Arn, with you before we jump into the questions. And as this episode officially drops, it's going to be the big weekend of GalaxyCon in Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, Saturday, July 29th, uh, that is uh, to, you know, the day that this drops formally to everybody, and tomorrow the 30th, fans are going to be able to meet you, buy some swag, have their collectibles autographed by you, get that 8 and a half, you know, the 8 by 10 So listen, if you're in the Raleigh area, go see our man, go see AA, and don't forget your Hershey bar with almonds, right, Arn? <laughs> yes, and an update to that. Thank you uh -oh. very much for plugging. Uh, yep. The demand on this thing, I mean, I think they've been sold all, almost out, if not out, for weeks. It's going to be huge. And I mean huge. So we're going to go in, uh, and this just drops the Saturday morning of the event, right? That's correct. We're, we're yes, going to go in, go in Thursday. For those of you that like to beat crowds and like to get the drop on everybody and get your fingers on the pick over the, the goodies uh, before everybody else. I'm thinking, keep checking, check your deal. But I think we're going to go in, Tony and I, Tony um, Hunter, Hunter, Yep. we're going to go in uh, late Saturday afternoon and give those people that, that, that want to get ahead of the crowd. And I get that too, man. I'm a, I'm a Christmas shopper, blow in the mall, blow out the other side of the mall and get my stuff so so we're going to be there early so keep an ear out to the ground for that all right no that sounds good thanks for the update on that and then the other uh appearance that i want to make sure that i plug for you arn is uh for those that are in the charlotte area or maybe traveling that way you're going to be part of that huge lineup for t-marts the gathering and that takes place august 3rd through 6th again you get the meet and greets the panels live wrestling i think uh, is Brock wrestling that show, Arn? Brock okay. is going to wrestle, yes. Yes, he is. So uh, get there. It's only 30 minutes from the house. So, Arn, yeah, I know you're excited about that one, and uh, it's you're going to be readily accessible to all fans that weekend. Yes. You know, it's it's been a rough couple months. Uh, it's nice to get some short trips and, and 
you know, being the Carolinas where the fans are just phenomenal. And Charlotte is about as good as it gets. Nah, that's good, Arn. So uh, make sure you check it out if you don't have uh, the opportunity there uh, to see him in Virginia. That you make sure, or I'm sorry, sorry, Raleigh, North Carolina. You get there to uh, see him in Charlotte and uh, take advantage of these opportunities to see Arn. And uh, I know he appreciates and loves it. Arn, this week, as I said at the top of the show, man, it's all about asking you almost anything, and we are going to have some fun. We got some questions from our ad-free shows, folks, that I have in front of me that we're going to go through, uh, through as well. We also have uh, some more of that uh, the, the segment that we added the last time that we were here. You remember that little segment, don't you? The Would You Rather? How could I forget it? <laughs> well, you're not going to forget it after this time. And uh, and then we're also going to roll into some questions that we have from our folks on Twitter. So it's going to be a, a nice full show this week. And without further ado, we're going to jump in. And our first question, as always, starts from someone who's a very instrumental part of the show, big supporter. She's the first lady of the Arn Anderson fan club and... Today, as we record this live, she's here in the chat. It's her birthday. Arn, can you wish Miss Amy Vaughn a happy birthday today? Amy, 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 Amy. Happy 25th again. Happy birthday, young lady. No, you never ask a lady how old she is. What I am uh, here to do, however, is just tell you how much we appreciate you. I'm sorry I've kind of been MIA. I hope everybody understands. Um, I haven't left home when it wasn't just necessary, and I had something already on the books. Um, So I'm sorry I missed you at Top Guys Weekend. I hope you had a great uh, event, and everybody, and Amy, today is your day. So happy birthday. Hope you got a white cake with white icing. If anybody is out there is listening, Don't know if that's your favorite. It's mine. So there you go. And if you decide to do burgers, remember, no cheese. Arn Anderson style. Mayo, bacon, onion, no cheese. (laughs) Oh, man, I love it. And I know that just made her day, Arn. Uh, Listen, she's going to lead us off. She's very inquisitive. And so she's got a couple questions for you. So uh, you ready for some Amy questions, Arn? I think so. All right, here we go. She wants to know, first of all, do you have, or what is, your favorite book? Hmm. You know, I am not... Let me just say, I've never been much of a reader. Um, I love condensed versions. I, I didn't read a lot of books, but I used to be the guy every morning on the plane that had the USA Today paper. So that's the condensed version of the world. And that I almost had religiously. I actually had a subscription and had it sent to the house, which, you know, for guys in our business, that's not really normal, I don't think. But uh, so I would read the USA paper and get like the Cliff Notes version of what's going on in the world more than novels or things of that nature. There you go. So when he read, it was the paper. And, uh, and hey, listen, USA Today, man, that was the paper I grabbed whenever my favorite teams won the championship. The next day, I made sure I grabbed the USA Today. I wanted to see the big celebration hold on to that. So, uh, and listen, you're on the road a, a ton. 
and uh, traveling with guys, so we get it. No worries there. She also wants to know why you haven't gone to wrestling schools and taught a class on giving promos, and would you be open to doing so if asked? Yeah. I mean, that's maybe something down the road I would consider for sure. Um, that's something I think I know about, uh, a little bit about it. So, uh, yes, I would consider that under the right circumstances, as long as it wasn't too long a plane trip. Um, yeah. There Thank you go. You. Thank you for thinking I would have something to offer. Buddy, that would be called a master class when it comes to promos. Uh, so, uh, there you go. She also wants to know, have you ever taken a bump on thumbtacks? Nope. And never plan to, right? Yeah. And it's not in the, in the future either. Yeah. All right. And then she's got, uh, finally, Amy, she has some rapid fire questions that, uh, she texted the research guy here. Ready? Fruit or vegetables, Arn? You had to pick one. Um, fruit. Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone? Um, probably, uh, God, that's hard. Yeah. I, I like, you know, some of both of their work. You got Rocky, Rambo, all kinds of Sylvester Stallone. And then you got Terminator, you got True Lies, you got, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kindergarten cop. I mean, he's all over the place with Arnold. Let me just say this. The Rocky series puts him over the top. Okay. Stallone. Stallone, there you go. Spring or fall? Which season do you prefer? I love fall. All right. I love like uh, the end of October when it's, you know, gets down to like, say, 48 at night. That crisp, crisp air. Okay, maybe I'm over-explaining. No, no, no. I, I like it. And a little bit, of, it's like more sweater weather. You can do a little bonfire outside. I, I, I'm digging it. Whoever termed sweater weather, that was it's, it's exactly right. All men know what that means. Yeah. It's, it's for once you're not sweating and you got on a nice, you know, V-neck sweater on of some sort. Yeah. And you're comfortable. You don't comfortable. need a jacket. You don't get cold. You're right there in the middle. I like it. Finally, fedora or sunglasses? Probably sunglasses, just because it's seeing's important. Right, and you can rock that pretty much any time. A pair of sunglasses. I think if I showed up at this point with a fedora, they'd lock me up. Yeah, yeah I think so too. <laughs> the chat go, is cracking on, come, me up. Come on, we'll tolerate some shit, but that's <laughs> that much. That's twenty-five, not sixty-five. <laughs> Uh, Amy, the research guy, says uh, he will add your 19 unasked questions to the next Ask Arn. Uh, thank you for proudly serving as the first lady of the Arn Anderson fan club. So there you go. Happy birthday. Uh, Happy birthday, we, Amy. As we move on. Allison Fay, she's up next. She represents about 8.75% of the Arn Show female demographic. And uh, she wants to know, what's your favorite TV show to watch at the end of your day? Um... I will there these are kind of two ends of the spectrum. I watch ABC News David Muir at six thirty Eastern because my feeling is you get the news, you don't get so much political commentary. It's it's not one of those. It just tells you it's a recap again, it's a Cliff Notes version of what's going on in the world. 
too many people got their head stuck in the sand and they don't realize, man, there is some scary world-altering shit going on in the world right now. And I would advise everybody to get up to snuff on it. And uh, that's enough about that. And a 90-day fiancé. You're into 90-day fiancé? Lock up, love after lock up. <laughs> oh, so is this, does Aaron pull you into this stuff? Is it- She pulled me into love after lock up, which was like the first one of those type shows years ago yeah. when Brock was off at school and we were just looking for something to do. We're trapped in the house and we came upon love after lock up. And it oh my was, goodness. I mean, it was one of those, we, we just kind of sat there for 30 minutes in silence. And we, then we both, both kind of looked at each other and went almost at the same time, what's wrong with us? Were you a guy that, when you were younger, did you ever get sucked in the soaps, soap operas? You can not, admit it. No, not really. Okay. Only because it was in that that meat part of the day that I was either in school or I was either working or I was doing something. And everybody didn't record stuff. There was no DVRs That's back true. then. You know, if you missed it, you missed it. That was just a part of the day that I had stuff going on. It's probably the only reason. I mean, I like... I like storylines and things that pull you in. Imagine that, right? Oh, yeah. And I love getting cutting it off right when you're fixing to get a payoff, and you go, okay, man, I've been waiting on this. Oh, no. we got to wait till tomorrow or next week or whatever it is. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Today, with our crazy schedules, you and I both benefit from AG1. Arn, just one scoop, and it gives you 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals. I'm talking improving your gut health, sleeping better, improved focus. What's not to like? This is a slam dunk, and better yet, you're going to sleep better and recover better. It costs less than $3 a day. It's completely worth the investment in you, and... It's received 7,000-plus five-star reviews. Right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. It's so simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements. And to make it easy, AG1 is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit drinkag one dot com forward slash arn again that's drink ag1.com forward slash arn to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. It, it's funny, Coach is in the chat, and he says, Victor from Young and the Restless was my hero. Uh, you know, it's, it was those summers. It was the summers when school's off and you're flipping through channels and maybe you're not old enough to work yet. And you would flip through, and, and I, I'm talking like I sound like I know this from personal experience. I'm being exposed right here on the show. And, and you, you just get involved where you slow down the clicker a little too slow and there's a court case or a love triangle or something going on and before you know it i find myself trapped in all my children or one life to live and well, i'm the, thinking yeah, what am i doing i do remember the quarter mains were pretty good heels there you go Come on, from what is it uh, all my children oh my see see i knew it was there i knew it was there oh i uh, just lo- i love those guys that, you know that <laughs> Even back then, they were sticking it to everybody on the show. I, uh, it's good. It's funny. It's good stuff. We'll keep moving up next. Brandon Arthur, he asked, what's your favorite video game of all time? Arn, have you ever even played video games before? Uh, we yeah. haven't talked about this. Okay. Yeah. You know, I used to play Galaga some. Okay. Not a lot of thought. Just, you know, get the two spaceships side by side and go to shoot. Yeah. So Galaga would be it. That's really, you know, I tell you what I really used to love to play all the time. I loved it. I'd play whenever I could get a chance, which, again, was not enough to get really good at it. It's pool. Seven-foot pool table. Not okay. billiards, not billiards, because my eyesight was always so bad, but the short table, pool, okay. loved it. Loved all to play right. it. Still love to play it, just don't get a chance. Get a chance, Okay. Brendan Caulfield would like to share, uh, you to share your opinions on gimmicks being real people versus monsters or supernatural characters. Do you think wrestling has evolved to a place where portraying real people only, or is there still an uh, appetite or space for supernatural characters in, in wrestling? Um, yeah, I think there's a place. As long as you get that it's... It's more in the costuming, but there's a real person underneath there. You know, it's. uh, Do I think that's that's an interesting question? Because you think about the Undertaker, right? Would something like that work being debuted today? I think it would. Okay. If it if it was done with a less than more uh, edge to it, you know what I'm saying? If the thing about The Undertaker, it was everything from when you first saw him, his size, and then you would go, oh, God, look, you know, it's like when he would walk to the ring, it was almost like he was floating on air. Yeah. You know, but it was it was him pulling that off. It wasn't, side, you know, personal personal effects or any of that any of that sci-fi stuff. It was just the way that he perceived that character, and the slower, the better. And let you soak in the look, the complexion of his skin. I mean, it's just everything. I think there would be a place for another one of those guys as long as, you know, you didn't push the hocus pocus stuff too far. All right. All right. Yeah, no, interesting. I would, I would, uh, it's an interesting thing to think about. Right now, you, first guy that just popped in my mind while we, you were talking about that is there's Luchasaurus, right? He's, he's behind a mask, he's a big badass. Not sure people's take on whether he's over or not obviously as a mouthpiece 
But it is, uh, it's hard to say whether the, those types of characters can truly, and I mean get over, I mean reach superstar level status uh, at this, in this era. As far as reaching the, the top pinnacle of the sport of any company you're in, I think you maybe come up short of that because you need to do your own talking. I think for the top guy, especially of any promotion, is you got to go out and sell your product, which is you. And it means you got to talk regularly and have enough time to let the audience find out and figure out who you are. So as far as being superstar in that top slot, I don't know, but you can certainly get up in that top guy mix I think there's a spot for somebody yes all right Terry Weaver is up next door and wants to know what your favorite non-sporting event that uh, was that you ever attended non-sporting event that you ever attended an event could be concert anything you can think of um hmm I saw Zeppelin in the Omni in, uh, I want to say it was 76 or 7 in Atlanta, Georgia. Saw Led Zeppelin live. Mm-hmm. As we, If you go to concerts, <clears throat> it uh, matters if it's open air versus an enclosed arena because the music sometimes if you're in a stadium or something, we'll go straight up and out. If you're sitting back, you don't get the full effect and the artists don't sound quite as crisp and good as what you're used to hearing punching a CD in your car, right? It's, it's not quite as good. Some people really sound good live. And Zeppelin, Robert Plant, with his voice, was one of those people. And they... Uh, just a huge fan, man. Just, just, just the talent involved in the music they produce, and I had really good seats too. Like it's, it was on that first, first, as the risers go up in that first section on before you go up top. Yeah. Where you can just you don't even have to turn your head. You're just looking right at the stage. So we had great seats. Everything was perfect. It was uh, I was young. Uh, didn't get too tired, but it was, uh, yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, also, the magic show um, that have the, the white lines and that stuff in Vegas. Oh, uh, okay. What's the, what, how can I remember oh, oh, those come guys? On. It's, um, come on. I, I was just out there, and I was just talking to my buddy Efren about it. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's okay. I'll, one I'll of, one of them died time. just recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I'll look it up. I, it's just completely, I'm having a brain fart here. But um, all right, no, that sounds good. I, and, and I was glad when you were talking about Zeppelin because I love them, classic, but you just don't know how good are they live, right? How good is the vocalist? I've seen Motley Crue in concert, and Vince Neil depends on the song whether he hits it or not. So to hear that Robert Plant, and of course, back in the late 70s was hitting, uh, that's cool to hear that. Yeah, it was It was just, if you shut your eyes, it was just like you were in your car riding down the road. It was great. Yeah. 
All right, let's keep going. Uh, we'll move on to our next question from Nick Lenz. He said, do you feel that Christian Cage and Luchasaurus need a receipt for beating you uh, you and Brock up? Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny thing about this business, there's not a lot of places to go. You know, not a lot of places to work. There's just a couple. And if, if you stay in the mix and stay in the rotation, either you move from company to company, you're going to run into everybody that you've ever had a good experience with and run into everybody that uh, you had a bad experience with. That goes around, comes around thing. Yeah, it'll always be there because, you know, when you pull some stuff like they pulled, the receipt can be whatever we want it to be because it's in our court now. So when you lay down to sleep at night, think about that. It Hmm. could be anywhere, anytime in the craziest of venues. The, The, by the way, the Tiger Show, Siegfried and Roy. Bingo. And I'll tell you why. What blew me away. We were sitting right by the stage. I I mean, like four feet away, first seats right there. And uh, they brought a friggin' elephant down the ramp. Now, it was not the giant elephants. It was a little elephant. But they brought him walking down the ramp. And as he walked by, I mean, I almost could lean out and touch him. And he's snorting. I could smell him, the whole thing. And as he got about six or eight feet in front of us, just walking down this stage in the middle of all the people, blackout, boom, and instantaneously the elephant disappeared. Mm. And I was four feet away when it happened. Still can't figure out how they did it. It, it wasn't like I was far enough away that, that you didn't. I mean, I had the smell sensation. I heard him snorting. You could hear it creaking a little bit as he walked down the down the ramp. Amazing. All right, let's keep it moving. We got Dylan up next. He said, I asked Paulie this on Twitter, Arn, but I'd like to get Arn's take. I'm trying to complete my Four Horsemen autograph card collection. I've got Tully. I've got you, Arn. I've got Rick, but I need that fourth member. Who would Arn say is the standout fourth member that I should go for? Thanks, guys. Love the podcast. I did answer him, but wants to hear your answer. Well, if you got Oli, you'd got you'd have a coup there, I think, because he's just he's indispensable. You can't get a hold of him. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't do do anything. He is really retired for sure. That would be a coup. I think anytime you can get a Barry Wyndham, you know, for me, that was the performance group. Um, I don't know. It, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, forget, but when you got Dean Malenko as a horseman, to me, Dean Malenko, if you go back and watch, guys, a lot of people missed out on his career because. He spent so much time in Japan. Go back and watch some of the WCW stuff with him and Ray and him and Eddie and, you know, Ultimo Dragon and all those guys. You know, he was a tremendous performer. The, uh, the I answered Barry Windham, and but you're right. Landing Ole would be a coup because he's he doesn't he doesn't make appearances. No. Yeah. So. 
All right, there you go. Uh, friend of the show, no, no coach, not Jeff Jarrett. Friend of the show, Brad Stanton, wants to know if you eat cheese on your tacos. Um, you know what? I don't. Do you eat cheese on anything? Let's just get this out there. Yes. Pizza. I've, all, I've often said, and I think I'm getting a bad rap on the no, no cheese. You now, probably are. Yeah. It was burgers that we were talking about, and then it morphed into, I didn't make the statement, sandwiches, because I think cheese over seems to, if you're going to make a turkey sandwich or a ham sandwich, unless it's toasted and melted, it kind of over, for me, it overwhelms the sandwich. Would you agree? I'm I'm a cheese lover, man. So I'm not. I'm like completely opposite feeling of. Okay, so if the you more got the better. E- equal amounts of meat and equal amounts of cheese, you're fine with that. I am. Okay, not me, but <laughs> that's okay. But we can, but, yeah. And on a dish like Aaron makes a chicken and broccoli casserole that has cheese mm-hmm. and a bunch of it melted in, and it is award winning. Yes, it just it just matters, I guess, to me is what is the ratio of cheese? I mean, to say you know, I'd never eat a pizza if I just it was just no cheese. That's period. true. Forget about it. And I'm not a huge pizza guy. Really? Here's, here's one of my sticklers. Light on the sauce. I like a lot of sausage, mushrooms, and onions. Ground beef when I can get it. Uh, but I like light on the uh, sauce. Sauce, yeah. But cheap. But the regular amount of cheese is okay on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Adam Arpin said you just need more meat so the cheese complements it properly. Trust me, I'm no stranger to a fork, Adam. You're a man after my own heart, buddy. I, I I'm with you. Oh man, I don't think you're ever going to escape the whole cheese thing, man. No, just important before the cheese people come out after me and I'm found found hanging in my backyard from a tree or something. <laughs> it just doesn't need to over it doesn't need to be the premier ingredient in whatever you're eating. That's all. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey guys, Tony Schiavone. Need to call a timeout real quick. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling what happened when listeners for a while now about all the cool things happening over on AdFreeShows.com. The debut of Tuesday with the Taskmaster is here, exclusively on ad-free shows. Kevin Sullivan shares stories of his 50-plus years in the business, including the night the business changed forever. The night he turned heel, he stayed at my house. His agent came. I had a three-bedroom house at the time on the beach, and I wouldn't let the agent have a room. I gave Hulk a room, and we didn't leave till the first match was in the ring. We got in his limo and drove down. I was so afraid someone was going to change change his mind. And I've heard a lot of things that it might have been Sting, it might have been Big V. I didn't have 
a second choice. It would have to be Hulk. On a new edition of The False Finish, Conrad is joined by none other than Glacier as he breaks down how the Glacier character came to be and the memorable vignettes leading up to his debut. I enjoyed doing the vignettes. Uh, I felt like it was um, a chance for me to show off that martial arts side uh, that I had had, you know, and it was something I was very passionate about. And now, you know, my two loves of pro wrestling and martial arts were being combined together. So, so I was all in. That's just a small taste of what we've got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself why ad-free shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There is, and I'll, I'll wait, we'll get to it, because I think there's somebody on here. Have you seen the new sandwich that debuted? And, and I got it. What was it from? Burger. You guys help me out in the chat. The one that was nothing but cheese. Was that Burger King? And where was that at? What, in Thailand? Anyway, we'll get there. I know somebody, it's in one of the questions. Scott Golden's up next. Why do you think the popularity of MMA does not make wrestlers focus more on selling rather than rushing transitions between strikes and spots? Repeat that. So he said, why do you think that the popularity of MMA has not, and I'll kind of reward a little bit, has not made wrestlers focus more on why selling is so important. Rather, they've decided to rush through transitions with their strikes and spots. There is a... Simply because it's not taught as much and the the storytelling aspect, the being able to go out and start a match and start it with the idea that somebody has to gain control and have that story, you know, lay itself out. The first thing you have to do to be able to win a wrestling match is you have to gain control of your opponent and maintain control of your opponent. That's the storytelling part. That's uh, and most guys, some there is some validity to this, and but there's not. But you have to, in our business, to be allow the audience to figure out how they feel about you and your opponent. Is you have to slow down and give me facials. Give me some opponent-to-opponent commentary, and I'm not talking about opponent to the audience. I mean, it would be real easy just to go down the the aisle, step through the ropes, go over and single somebody out and chastise them and and get a reaction. That's just cheap heat. That's not the real heat. That's not really getting over. You have to turn an audience on you if that's the way you're going to go by your actions and doing rotten things and taking advantage of the referee and the the opponents if it is has a manager or has somebody else on the apron you suck them in and during that exchange you get a cheap shot in all those things that go into the business but you have to slow down 
everything has to have a reaction, action, reaction. If I'm Nasty Hill and there's my baby face that I want the audience to believe in, get behind, and I just like them. Some people just like Bobby Eaton, some people just have that thing about them that you like them. And I thump him in the nose, he better slap me. If I slap him, he better knock me on my ass. Baby faces, <laughs> that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They one up the bad guy. And that way you always know they're in the fight. You always know that they're trying to do the right thing, but if this guy keeps messing with them, man, this is gonna get bad. The storytelling part of our industry is you have to have enough time. That's why I say these kids are out there and man, they're doing everything in the world, risking their you know, life, limb, body, health, you name it, to try to entertain today's audience and, uh, and give them some high wire act and all that. The thing that gets lost in the, pat, in, the, in the story is the selling and the storytelling and me allowing the audience to settle down and go, okay, now let's watch this thing and let's get the good guy at a huge disadvantage that he has to overcome so that if I do care about him, I want to get behind him. Key point, I wish there was more segment time for guys to tell their story. And you have to talk if you're going to connect with the audience. You have to be able to talk about what just happened and why it's fresh. I'm a big fan of a match concludes, loser rolls out, gets out of there, and why the intensity is up, you get a live interview right there. You get the live emotion. Mm. Yeah, we don't see a lot of that either. That's a good point, but I, I like it. Hey, listen, we're sitting under the learning tree here today. Live, our out for ad free show audience is here. Love seeing all the engagement and the comments in the chat. And uh, on Amy Vaughn's birthday, we're going to keep going on. Our buddy Tony Flowers writes, What's up, Paul? You're killing it, brother. Hey, thanks, Tony. Love it. Thank you uh, for participating. He says, Arn, what opponent would you say you learned the most from working with? learned a lot working with Ronnie Garvin now there's a guy that if you had 20 minutes you could go out and build a story and build a contest and it'd be a wrestling match Um, and the first time he chopped you or the first time he hit you in the guts or the first time he stomped you it was because you had already asked for it. But you needed, with Ronnie, you needed 20, 25 minutes. Uh, Steamboat was always, a, you know, just a, just such a great baby face, everything from his look to his ability to work to his ring psychology, you name it. And you would just learn on the job. I, uh, I just had something strike me while you were talking about it. And I know you only spent a year in WWF with Tully. Was there, and, and that was just a time period when they, they had so many great tag team tag teams. Was there a tag team that you guys worked with in the WWF that you thought, wow, we learned something that we haven't learned working with the Midnights and the Rock and Rolls. 
just as tag team wrestlers, having been able to work with that specific tag team while we were in the WWF in 1989. After the first night, we got to have a house show match, live event match with the Rockers, which, you know, I didn't know those guys. Tully, I t wasn't real familiar with those guys, but up there, there was us coming in, there was a lot of... Um, you know, okay, let's sit back and see how these guys are. There was, I wouldn't call it angst, but it was like, and I wouldn't call it mistrust. It was just, they did not know how we were going to work with all the teams when we got sure. there. Sure, there's a lot of, hey, who's going to, how are we going to do this? Their experience, we're experienced, we're the new guys now on the block. Yep, and uh, we worked with those guys one night, and we called a bunch of stuff on the fly and it was stuff for them and before you knew it you know we're at the 10 minute mark 12 minute mark and those guys had been dominating the match and uh, you could just feel them give in to they weren't even questioning you know what we were calling and it was it the right thing or any of that they were just going with the flow and when we got backstage they just went god man that was fun we felt exactly the same way because they had, they were a really, really good team. Probably underrated, believe it or not, because of the way they were used. Wasn't anything to do with, you know, with talent because those guys were both incredibly talented and a great team. You know, they had everything. And from that day on, man, it was just like, it was an honor and a pleasure to work with those guys. And it was, it was a difficult place to be on the card to be following it. And I'll just say it. I remember watching them when I was real young as the Midnight Rockers in AWA before they then transitioned uh, to WWF as the Rockers. But you could see all the talent in the world, you know, th there. Obviously, we know what Sean was able to do. But I just thought it was fun. When you think about demolition and you think about uh, the British Bulldogs and the Hart Foundation and the Rockers, all the teams that you were able to work with. And I just thought, hey, you guys already came in, like you said, as experienced and was there tag teams that you saw in WWF or one that stood out that you said, my goodness, we've just learned from them stuff that we haven't, yeah. And let me rephrase it. I, I learned something from every team we worked with. Okay. You know, Paul, as I sit here talking to you and talking to our fans and watching clips, you know, sometimes we'll watch clips and I'll go, boy, that was dumb or that was stupid <laughs> or, or wow, that was pretty cool and I didn't even remember that. Um, I learned something every day in this business. You know, just talking to somebody and talking business, I learned something. So, you know, even if it was something that's so simple that, you know, somebody says, well, you know, what, you know, it's like Brock will say stuff. He'll come out with something profound. We'll be watching the show and he'll, he'll try to guess what's going to go on in the end and the finishers, their aftermath or who's going over and all this stuff. And it's, uh, I learned something every day. You know what was cool was one of the shows that we did, Arn, and we were watching clips together, and uh, there was a move done, and it was the uh, where they kind of carried him over to, I guess it might have been the second rope, I don't know it was the top rope, but it was off that second rope brain buster. And you said, hey, Paul, can you send me that clip we watched again? I'm, I'm at the gym with Brock, and we're doing some training on some moves, and we'd love to watch that again. And I just thought, man, how cool is that? We're going back 20, 30 years ago watching stuff, and Arn is still the teacher learning and saying, then he's going to training and saying, hey, Brock, 
you know, whoever he's working with in the ring at this point, take a look at what we did back then. And this isn't a move we see often. And and you're right. We're, you're still learning and remembering and seeing things just us recording the show together. Yeah, I, I learned from you, Paul. I really do. People uh, that are no people that are learned about this business and go back to the old days and have been around. Wrestling fans have a lot of knowledge and they have ask a lot of intelligent questions. And sometimes it was it's just as easy as, well, damn, I never thought about that. Yeah. I'm going to use that. Yes, there's a place to Light put bulb. that. Yeah. Place to put that, yes. Yeah. Well, speaking of intelligent questions, <laughs> I'm going to catch some heat for saying that. It's time for the uh, the shit disturber of ad-free shows, Yambag Jones, and he has a couple things he'd like to know. First, F. Mary Kill. Have you ever, do you know what F. Mary Kill means, right, Arn? Yeah. But so you're going to hear what it is about. Hold on, just pause, because you're going to see. He wants to know how you feel about it for waffles, pancakes, and donuts. Waffles, pancakes. If you had to kill one right away, never eat another waffle, pancake, or donut, which one would you kill? Um, probably uh, pancakes. You would never, you would kill pancakes? Yeah, I don't, I don't. You don't like pancakes? I love waffles. Okay, and, so, and, okay. It's the same, same family, right? Uh, yeah. Here's the deal. I'm going to give some people something wow. to think about. What do you think I would say? <laughs> I don't know. I just love pancakes so much. Though. If you told me I had to never eat another Krispy Kreme hot, hot sign on donut, yeah, I'd be point. a little bit, I'd be depressed, right? So you got to put <laughs> that at the depressed. top. <laughs> okay. Now, Eggo waffles. Now, this is with, this is with, within reason, okay? Eggo waffles, put some peanut butter between the two. Um, I'm down with peanut butter on the waffles. I'm right and there with then you. And put your syrup on the top. Yes. I, I never knew that was a thing. And Aaron oh, yes. kept, kept, over the years, would occasionally have one of those. And I would go, God, that looks like, oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> it's it's a, just a little run. too much until I finally tasted it. And I went, God almighty. What have I been missing all these years? That's what you thought. Well, it's like a dessert. It, it gives you, if you got that craving oh, for yeah. a dessert, it's a dessert, buddy. Mom, mom, uh, mom Bromwell, okay? She t- she put little chubby B, little ch- chubby Polly B, she put peanut butter on my pancakes and my waffles because, you know, I needed that. She wanted to make me type two as quick as possible, apparently. <laughs> but, man, let me tell you something. That was, it's a home run with the syrup. The syrup and the pancake and the peanut butter together with that dough, that pancake dough or waffle dough, that's next level. It works. Yeah. And then the chat is blowing up, by the way. They're, they're all on, in on this con- conversation. So, okay, so you're, you're killing pancakes. Are you going to marry waffles? Like you want them every day, you know, for the rest no. of your life? Or donuts? Are you going to marry donuts? You got to marry one. Waffles or donuts? Which one are you marrying? Because the other one you're effing. I'm not even saying on this show. We keep this PG-13. Meaning you're just going to do it once and kick it to the curb. I guess uh, you could do it repeatedly, but you know, it, it's not uh, as a serious relationship. If when in the mood and you haven't been eating like shit the rest of the week, it's hard to turn down a, like I said, a Krispy Kreme hot sign donut. So that's who I'd marry. 
Oh, I see you're marrying right. donuts. Okay. Yeah, I guess you have to, even though it's it's a, it literally is a once every few month thing. Okay. You know? Well, I think that's more more of who you're going to screw, who you're going to you're going to f around with. You're going to f okay. around with donuts, and you're going to marry waffles because you like those egos. So we'll kill the we'll kill the uh, pancakes. You kill pancakes. pancakes. Okay. All right. We won't make this too much complicated. There's guys in the chat talking about French toast now. Uh, <laughs> Adam Arvin, you're killing me. All right. The handbag also goes on. When you were coming back through the curtain after a hard night's work, what was more important? The kind of beer in the cooler or how cold it was? Uh, both. But, <sighs> hey, 100% it's got to be cold. Ice cold. You know, and that's why you would always, when we would land... In a town, if we were getting a rent a car, you would get your rent a car, and before you even went to the gym or did anything, you would go ahead and stop by the convenience store and ice your beer down right then. We may have still have to go to the gym yet. Certainly had to go to the arena and go work. And by the time you came out of there late, and I must have thrown away, God, I don't know how many coolers those. <laughs> those styrofoam coolers over the years you'd end the loop what are you gonna do you ain't gonna take it on the plane with you yeah so it was just a lot of rent-a-car people had a lot of styrofoam coolers from our crew so it's so most important it gotta be ice cold gotta be cold all right arn yambag knows how to bring the heat and that's why we love him so much fmk and food go together like peanut butter and jelly and you know what matches perfectly with the f don't you arn Blue Chew. That's what. It might be baseball season, but let us here at the Arn Show help put the extra cork in your bat that will have you swinging for the fences. Blue Chew is changing the game for men all over the world. Isn't that right, Arn? Don't be taking a drink. It's time to shill some dick pills. You know, since I quit drinking, I drink an inordinate amount of water. Do you? Are you a water drinker? I do like water, but I drink like Propel and I... I drink a lot of Propel because it's almost like a flavored uh, water. And so. Yeah, I think that's what I like about it. Not, It's not flavored. and You can drink a lot. And I, I never realized how much your body needed it until it got so friggin' hot. Yeah. You know, I could, I could see it being very easy to pass out, just like when you're using a blue chew. You're becoming the master of transition, my friend. And, brother, it, it just, here's the facts, guys. We can sell this product week in, week out, when we really shouldn't have to. There's nothing you have to risk by ordering it. I think if you put my code in, you can still get it for nada, correct? That's correct. Just pay $5 shipping. And just warn the missus or mama or whoever it may be, hey, here in about 20 minutes, we're going to have to get with it. So I hope you got nothing to do in the next hour. That's right. The Pogo Sick is ready, and it's time to play a game of Jump Around, Turn On House of Pain, and uh, we're going to have some fun. But, guys, listen, the process is simple, all right? It's a no-brainer. You go to BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and bam, once you're approved, it's time to wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, all day long. If you don't like swallowing pills, no big deal. They make them chewable as well. And there's a lot of reasons why it just isn't as easy like it was when we were 14 years old. 
and uh, woke up and were unsure why we were still uh, looking like a like a tent. So this is the time to take advantage of that opportunity. Go ahead, check it out, bluechew.com. Make sure you're able to perform at your best, just like the enforcer did all those years in the ring. Try it now, bluechew.com. And like Arn said, you just pay $5 shipping. Bluechew.com, promo code Arn, and receive your first month absolutely free. And uh, just check out bluechew.com for all the product information and safety info and tell them the enforcer sent you. Arn, we're going to keep going. Faithful listener Gavin says, I missed your last appearance for All-Star Wrestling in West Virginia, but it got me wondering, what are some of the differences between independent shows in 2023 versus outlaw shows when you were breaking in? Thanks to you and Paulie B for the great shows each week, and I hope to see you and Brock back in West Virginia soon. Uh, Yeah, I think they are the same thing. Rest, you know, uh, independent shows are considered outlaw shows. If you if you are comparing them to the the big two or three, you know, obviously WWE and AEW and um, what is the other God Almighty? Oh, you got Impact Wrestling, Impact. AEW. Yep. I don't know how I had a brain fart about oh, That's all right. We yeah, all have them for different things. No big deal. They're a successful company that's been around a long time. And, you know, yep. I think you, you tag in, you know, Japan there, and that's your that's your big four, and everything is kind of considered. And that's not – it used to be a little bit of a negative to say an outlaw show or, or an independent show. It's not anymore. That's where a lot of kids have to go to learn and have to uh, – that's where they have to go to get seen. And uh, thank God for the independent promoters out there that are providing these shows for guys to, you know, because a lot of guys get discovered that way. Yep. No, I mean, listen, I think now the independent scene is more profitable or uh, bigger and better than it's ever been in a time of wrestling. Isn't it, Arn? Wouldn't you say that even from what you feel for Brock and you to even come out to all these shows? Yeah, I think they're better organized, you know, and you have a few talent scattered on the show that people are familiar with them, you know, in previous companies that, you know, they worked for. And, uh, you know, I think you you will see a a really well-done independent show a lot of places. And, you know, it's probably because, you know, they're putting it on Fight TV or whatever it is. Yeah, Premier Streaming Network, that's a big one now, too. You know, so that you got to jazz up your product a lot because now the world can get it and see what you're doing. There you go. Jonathan Woolridge is back, and I'd like to welcome Jonathan into the Arn family. He wrote this as his first question to you, Arn, ever. He said, when Tully couldn't go to WCW, uh, did you both ever consider staying together and traveling around to different territories till the drug test heat went away, or was it just, hey, all right, I'm signing with WCW and Tully's going to go his own way. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a terrible deal. It was very unfortunate, you know. It was a rotten thing for her to do. Uh, but I had a family, and I was in the building process of, of my career, and uh, I had to go to work. You know, when that happened, had it been the other way, I would have expected him to go ahead and sign and, and do his thing. Uh, but uh, we committed, and it's not like you could just, 
okay, well, let's turn around and go back. He wasn't going to do that. Uh, and I had still, even though I got screwed on the contract size and the mount, uh, it was still three years of guaranteed money. And it wasn't shitty money either. So life has to go on. It was a yeah. business decision, and, and you had to make the decision that was right for you and your family. Totally understood. Uh, a wrestling historian with a couple of questions. Uh, he says, I hated Paul Roma being a Horseman member. He just was not a fan. Who would have you had replaced Tully Blanchard with instead? Thanks in advance. Oh, we've said many times before, the first the first choice would have been Kurt Henning. Yeah. Big Kurt it, Henning fan. Yeah, you know, if you could have gotten Ted DiBiase at a point in his career where he was wrestling, you know, when he was having his run up there and all that, would have been another great horseman. Those two, I think, stand out head and shoulders above anybody else. Well, Arn, we're going to transition this now into a little bit of Would You Rather. I promised that, and I was not going to let you escape out of this episode without it. Dylan says, would Arn rather face Brock Lesnar or Bruiser Brody in the ring, assuming everyone involved is healthy? <laughs> Brock or Bruiser? Which one, Arn? God, Amari, these guys come up with some... I love this shit, man. I love it. It's questions that really there's not an answer. <laughs> Which one of those would you take? <laughs> Death or destruction, Arn? Which one are you into? Uh, oh. God almighty. I don't know. I always viewed uh, Brody as being wild and reckless and, and stiff. And uh, really, if the truth no, no regard to the health and well-being of his opponent. I don't think Lesnar is that way. I think he's just a beast, and what Brock's going to do, he's going to impose his will on you, whatever that is. But I think I think he would be safer in the ring. So you're taking the Brock option. Brock Brock is the safe option. Yes. Have you been watching any of the Dark Side of the Ring episodes by chance? Yeah. I know you're busy. Did you get to watch the one on Abdullah yet? It just came out this week. I'm up to speed on all of them. I've okay. Them all. What did you think of that episode? Just curious your opinion. Uh, he was a draw. Yeah. You know, and it's a funny story I've, I've told before. I don't know if it's still out there, but when Pee Wee Anderson, referee, and myself, we went to wrestling one, one Thursday in Rome, and I want to say we were like maybe 17, something like that, 18 years old, and we were by the rail right by the door of the locker room, and... um. Uh, Abdul the Butcher kicked the door open and came out for his match and it scared Pee Wee so bad he pissed his pants <laughs> and I mean bad pissed his pants and uh, he just had that you know at that time that aura was, That's yeah. yeah he had this there was just something about him that was so over the top it immediately had you asking questions well is this guy for real God, it just seemed legitimate that he was just a savage. Um, and, you know, it. but it was so over the top. I mean, if you really think about it, how could there have ever been a Abdullah the, Mat, Abdullah the Butcher match that wasn't DQ'd immediately? Yeah. If there were any rules. Unless it wouldn't it, have worked. 
Yeah. Yeah, unless they just announced every single match that he was in, a no-disqualification match, because a minute into the match, two minutes into the match, he had the fork out stabbing a guy. Rhyme, you know, just just thought thought process goes, well, why didn't the referee just, you know, DQ that? Did you ever take a fork from Abdullah? I never was in the ring with Abdullah. Not even at a Denny's. You didn't take a fork from him just out of his hand or no? <laughs> <laughs> I would never affect his food process, but that's for sure. You might have really got... He would have barehanded the waffles and pancakes. The badass the Abdullah <laughs> and the other guy, the character, might have became the same. <laughs> hey, he had it. You know what I noticed? He spoke very well. Like, to me, it was he was the scariest carved up head monster looking guy as a fan now here he is still carved up head very well spoken great set of teeth you know i'm sure it's all false as they could be but looked good it was just sad to see though what has happened uh, financially and things like that for him um you know it is what it is but i really enjoyed uh that episode probably one of the, my favorite episodes so far far the season i'm just curious as someone who worked with him who knew him what you, what you thought about it but I, 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 you know what? I never really did work with him. I was never close. I mean, when I first got, I made one trip, uh, which this is kind of a funny story too, as I made one trip when I first got to Charlotte, you know, you don't know anybody and you're just trying to hook up rides and some guys already had like a, a thing going that certain guys rode together. You know, there weren't, it wasn't a gimme you could just, catch a ride with somebody to one of the towns. And Paul Jones, for whatever reason, the first couple of weeks I was there, you know, asked if I wanted to go to to uh, Fayetteville with him. I said, well, sure. And at the time, he was managing Abdul the Butcher and Barbarian, and I think uh, uh, Billy Graham, superstar Billy Graham was one of his guys, too. So Paul, who had been in the Carolinas forever and his wife had a really good job it was like an Amway she was way up there in Amway or something and had won a shit she won a Cadillac okay for all so the she's stuff doing she's well wanted. yeah she's kicking ass and Paul you know was established and all that so it was me Barbarian in the back it was Abdullah passenger seat Paul was driving his Cadillac and Abby sitting in the shotgun of that Cadillac, which is the premier seat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we do the show, and we, we come back, we pull in the beer stop, and Paul's out getting gas, and, you know, we go in, and I get a six-pack. Barb, I think, got some dip. We came back out. Abdullah's still sitting in the front seat. And uh, Paul got done pumping the gas and walked around, and window goes down, and <laughs> Abby goes... Hey, champ, 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 two chili dogs, champ, two chili dogs. And Paul Jones looked at him, so let me get this right. Now, I'm I'm watching this reaction. I mean, it was the slow burn, and Paul Jones went off on him. <laughs> get your, you want me to go in and get your hot dogs? I'm driving you to the town, all that. Get your fat ass out and go get your own chili wow. dogs. And I mean, he just, it just came out of nowhere and, and it blew a gasket. Uh, I thought that was once I got home and got to thinking about it, that was hilarious. Yeah. And I guess, and Abby, as you call him, just sit there and took it. Did he go in and get his own chili dogs? 
he sat there and never moved. He didn't say much either, I don't mm. think. He might not have said anything on the trip home. Talk about awkward. Well, it, awkward was the word because I didn't know if they were working me. You know? Yeah, I, right. I, I, I didn't know. Arn's it, like, but, what is happening here? And I didn't know any of the three. I had never met any of the three at all. And it was just one of those So this deals. is just your first experience with it, with, with these guys? Yes. Coach asked if you've ever been to Abby's restaurant. i got to ask that. It's a great question. No, no, sir. Okay. Hey, guys. Eric Bischoff here to talk to you about my friends over at SaveWithConrad.com. Are you looking to get out of debt? Conrad and his team can make that happen faster than me firing the hockey talk man. Wow. And you know that controversy creates cash, right? Do you know what doesn't create cash? Credit card debt. Save with Conrad can help you consolidate high-interest credit cards and all of your other debt into one low monthly payment. They can even help you get the cash you need for home improvements or anything else. They've helped 83 weeks listeners save 500, 600, 700, even $800 a month. Seriously, your papers are going to go down faster than nitro ratings in 2000. Ouch! And how about this? No house payments for two months. That's right, no house payments for two months. And unlike the dirt sheets, man, the reviews do not lie. With over 1,000 five star reviews, find out for yourself how much Conrad and his team can save you by checking out SaveWithConrad.com today. Be grateful you did. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Woo! <sighs> All right, Garrett, let's keep it moving. I want to get through these Would You Rather, and then we'll wrap up this episode. Would you rather watch Ric Flair take 10 Gunther chops or watch him take 10 Hurricane Ranas? 10 Gunther chops. What would be more, uh, more entertaining? 10 Gunther chops or 10 Hurricane Ranas? Well, the Hurricane Ranas, I would suppose, uh, because I've seen him take a lot of chops, give a lot of chops, but take a lot for some heavy-handed folks, Wahoo, uh, you know, some of those guys that were, you know, Ronnie Garvin, heavy choppers, so I've seen okay. that before. So you want to see him do those 10 flip around, flip around 10 times? Yeah, that, after about four or five, that had to get sloppy, wouldn't you it would be comedic. It would be, it would be comedic. It would be It, would, it would, would with me if it was me yeah. trying to take 10 yeah. of them. Yeah, watching you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would not be pretty. Right. All right, let's keep going. Yambag Jones, would you rather take the Doomsday Device from the Road Warriors or the Doomsday DDT off the top rope from the Steiners? Which one are you taking? Oh, the Road Warriors thing was all right because it, when I took it, they didn't flip me. They just rode me down. Okay. They're a little nicer but, to you. Well, I wasn't going on my head. And I was just, well, even at a young age, I figured out anything that I cannot control, I ain't doing. I'm not putting my, you know, my health and well-being in 100%, and it has to be 100% faith in the other guy. If you can't guarantee me that, and I saw some guys go sideways and land on their shoulders, J.J. Yeah. Different point. guys. So you would say, yo, uh, Hawk, Animal, guys, just take me down with, just with the Just ride me down. We can okay. do that all day And long. they were cool and like, all right, sure, Arn. No gotcha. problem. That's cool. I think I earned that. Yeah, you had that respect. That's cool. Yambag adds, would you rather never have 
Hershey with almonds ever again or never have steak ever again? Which one? You got to pick. Hmm. One of them you can't have ever again. Steak or Hershey Hershey's with almonds. Hershey's with almonds. You would say see ya. Yeah, I like a, I like a ribeye steak. Okay. Cooked medium. Bone yep. in. Here we go, guys. Bone in. <laughs> What's your sides? Uh, sides would be uh, cheese grits and baked potato with butter and bacon. Man, I'm glad I still have dinner left to eat tonight. Yambag wants to know if you would rather take the Foley bump off the hell in the cell. You know exactly what he's talking about. Off the cage, through the table, where Jim Ross almost, you know, how did he talk about a gas blowing a gasket. Or work and travel with Elegante for three straight months. Which one would you rather absorb? Off the cell, through the table, or work and travel with Elegante for three straight months? Well, somehow I have to believe that I was mentally strong enough to tolerate uh, Elegante because I can assure you if I took that bump off the top, that have been some little guy out there with a dustpan sweeping me up. That would be it for my <laughs> life, not my career. We call it arm dust. It's called death. You want to look up death drop? Yeah. There's a picture of me laying there in the pile of that rubble. Mm-hmm. So are you traveling I, with Elegante? It would have been so ridiculous if somebody was suggested to me to do that. I would have just, and I don't care who it was, I would have looked at him and went, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Are you on drugs? And I hate to drop the F-bomb, but I think this no, is an totally instance fine. that calls for it. You can. You this is your show. You want me to do what? This is your show. If we can say it, we'll let it rip. I don't care. So you want me to do a flip off of the top of this and land on that? And I got to gauge that and do it and figure in gravity. And is my foot going to slip? And uh, who built that table, by the way? Is it? You know, is it sturdy? Is it not sturdy? Sure. I mean, there'd be about a thousand things pop up on the quick question. Those are the common sense questions. People without common sense are like, sure, let's fly. And we'll figure it out after the fact. And even after all that explanation, I'd have said, no, not a chance. Not one chance. No chance in hell. All right. Uh, Oh, by the way, when I asked you what you would like on the side of your steak meal, Terry Weaver with the answer of the week, another ribeye. That's what he wants on the side. Ah, he's a big (laughs) beef eater. (laughs) Oh, man. Adam Arpin said, missed opportunity. Aren't giving a spine buster off the top of the war games cage to somebody. Okay. No. Arn would die, too. Okay. It'd kill everybody. It would. <laughs> what good is it if I kill you if I don't live? We're bloodthirsty fans, man. We want to see the violence. And if it hurts you, Arn, we'll still cheer you and buy your T-shirt. But, yeah. Brian Haremza, would you rather have been a career tag team wrestler or be a career singer, singles wrestler who could never wrestle in tag teams? I love tag tag matches. All right. So you're I don't feel like I, I not having a monster single run didn't bother me. It bothers a lot of my fans a lot more than it does me. I love tag matches because I feel I still feel to this day if you have all the things, all the stars are aligned. You have a heel team that's on a tear that has a good manager that knows he's there just to add to the product. He's not there to feature, be featured. 
and you have them as the tag champions, it is impossible to follow with the right set of challengers a incredible tag match, and I would ask for 25 minutes. Okay. It's hard to follow. Agreed. Very hard to follow. We uh, we have uh, Mike. Mike wants us to know. Michael says, "Always love when Arn's head got stuck in the middle of the rings during war games." So there were fans of all the stuff that happened to you, Arn. You know, and and Adam says, "But you'd pop a hell of a rating though if you did the spine buster off the top of the cage." But Arn, I care about you as a human, and I'm glad you didn't because I still get to see you and do the show with you. So I don't care about the rating. <laughs> so you're gonna let me live for a while longer? Yeah, I want you to live. They're concerned about a rating. I'm not. Brian also came up with this one. Would you rather own your favorite sports franchise and make all the decisions or be a fan who gets to make one important decision every season? Oh, I like the intrigue of having that one one thing that you can add or dump in there that they have to go with, right? Is yeah. That- is that the question? Yeah, less stress that way. You just make one decision a year. Because they're, you know, if thought about and if in a pivotal game, uh, the team that was supposed to win the Super Bowl, Super Bowl gets screwed out or screwed up or screwed on or screwed, period, and they get screwed on the finish and get knocked out of the playoffs and they're not in the Super Bowl when, and everything tells you they were on their way to win in it. <clears throat> That's impact. I love impact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw your quarterbacks all signed up and ready to go for the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, we are uh, we are hopeful. We are big fans. I love football. Sunday at my house on the, when the Panthers are playing in town, one o'clock is sacred time. It's. Uh, I mean, I love. College football as well. I'm, you know, watch all the Georgia games I can. But it's almost when you live in Charlotte, I would require everybody to support the team, and we've got some things to work with, some new people in the front office, new talent. We're hopeful it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, for me, football is a saving grace. It takes my mind off of anything negative that's going on. I'm with you. Four more rapid fire, and we'll wrap up the show. Ryan Connolly, would you rather go water skiing or snow skiing? Water or snow, Arn? Well, I made a fool out of myself in West Virginia. The only time I ever tried to snow ski, that with that uh, snow plow thing, don't work. Is that what it's called, where you put the skis together? Yeah. They yeah. tell you, and when they're giving you the one and only lesson you're ever going to have. Now, if you start to get going too fast and get out of control, just snow plow. Well, that shit don't work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just got my toes pointed and the skis are on top of each other, and I'm still doing 100 miles an hour down the oh, mountain. Oh, man. And one time, believe it or not, it was Randy Rose. We're in Pensacola. So when I was working down there, and uh, Randy Rose was working down there, and he had a place over on on the beach and had a boat, and Wrestling 2 had came in for a week, and we were out water skiing, and uh, I hadn't mastered it. I had water skied maybe three times before, but I could get up, and... Uh, 
for whatever reason, we start to go and I'm starting to come out of the water. And once you're almost out, it's it's pretty easy to pop up. But for some reason, Wrestling 2 was driving the boat and he decelerated just a little bit for me to start sinking and then he jammed it up full throttle and brother I came out of that water and my legs just went splitsville and I I heard that's all I heard was a click and I had torn my groin if I hadn't had on a uh, life jacket I'd drown because, man, it was like somebody took a spear gun or a sword and just stabbed me right in the groin. Painful. Oh, my God, was it painful. So I could have possibly drowned. I wasn't successful in either one, but I guess I have to take the snow skiing. Yeah. All right, so he's in the snow skiing. Jeff, I grew tomatoes in the yard this summer, Fisher. Congratulations, Jeff, to you and your tomatoes. I want to know, would you rather work in a 1986 Jim Crocker Promotions ring, a 1989 WWF ring, or a 1992 WCW ring? Crockett's rings were phenomenal. They were the best. So so you're going Crockett ring all the way. Crockett all the way. They were bump rings. They were big enough that you had room to get around in there and move around, they were the best. <laughs> All right. Let, let's see. We got two two more here, as I promised, and we'll wrap up. Put it in reverse, Terry Weaver. You can thank little Andy. Would you rather eat a block of cheese or face the road warriors in a scaffold match? I'll get the cheese down somehow. You're <laughs> He's stuffing cheese down his gullet. There we go. Amy wants to know, who would you rather, final wrap it up, the birthday girl, who would you rather be managed by, Jim Cornette or Bobby the Brain Heenan? Um, I probably wouldn't get <clears throat> much mic time if uh, Jimmy was managing me, and justly so, because he's more than adequate to handle it. I think Bobby, even though he was a great, great talker and all that, he... Uh, he uh, he knew to do just enough to get the weasel stuff going, but not take over the match and right. not put all the heat on him. You know, uh, Jimmy was just such a talented talker. Why wouldn't you just turn it over to him? And I like to talk, so... You do, and you do, you've done it well. We get to watch you every single week. And, man, that's going to wrap us up, though, for this week because we are going back uh, next week to our standard normal format. We're going back to January 1993. But before we get there, I want to thank everybody who contributed to the show this week. We did not even get near close to all the questions in. And as I've done traditionally, I've saved where we left off. All the rest of the questions are going to go over to the research guy to save and make sure we have them for August so that we can start with those. Uh, but, man, I um, am so appreciative of all your participation. Remember, check out arnlengs.com for all things Enforcer. You can find our social media pages there, previous episodes, and most importantly, Arn, the Horseman and Arn Anderson Show merchandise stores and so much more. So check us out over there. And uh, next week, we begin our coverage of 1993. And listen, Arn, you weren't uh, actively wrestling in January 1993, but that doesn't mean we're not going to have some fun reliving the days of January 93. We're going to look at Cactus Jack turning babyface, the return of Paul Orndorff. Dustin Rhodes wins the United States Championship. Flair leaves the WWF. 
We got the Clash of Champions with the main event of the Thunder Cage and the Build the Super Brawl 3 featuring the White Castle of Fear match. And uh, I'm telling you, just going through the notes and looking at the video clips, that's going to be a fun show. And uh, just as a reminder, before we get out of here, if your business targets 25 to 54-year-old men, there's no better place than to advertise with us right here on The Arn Show. You can go to advertisewitharn.com right now and find out more about advertising with us. That's right, me and the enforcer, Arn Anderson. We'd love to advertise your product or service, so check it out. Advertise with Arn right now. And, guys, I can't close the show without talking about ad-free shows. We have folks sitting right here in the chat. Yes, Terry, I know. White Castle always makes you hungry. As I mentioned, White Castle of Fear, he's thinking cheeseburgers. But, man, we uh, have a live studio audience for today's recording. You can be a part of that if you join us at adfreeshows.com. You get all your podcasts early ad-free starting at just $9 a month. And if you sign up now, you can enjoy the first week completely on us for free. So sign up today at adfreeshows.com. Arn. Thank you for doing this with me, my man. I had a blast with you. Back at you, buddy. Uh, thanks for everybody that, that tuned in, gave us the questions. Hope you had a good time. Uh, and come down to see us this weekend in Raleigh. We're going to be there. Spend some one-on-one time. There you go. Make sure you stay in the loop and, and go see Arn at every opportunity that you have. On behalf of the Hall of Famer, the founder of the Four Horsemen, and the creator of the Spinebuster, Arn Anderson, this is Paul Bromwell, and we'll see you right back here again next week on Arn. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra five to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.